Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome back to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am suns out, guns out. It uh, was unintentional, but here we are. I uh, I usually put on a sweater before we before you start recording, but um, you got to go suns out more often though. Look at that farmer <laughs> stand you got going on right. Yeah, now. I'm uh, I'm looking at myself in the in the camera there, and it's not uh, it's not looking great. Yeah. And I actually go out in public like this, believe it or not. I just walk around, just <laughs> like an idiot, like walking around thinking that I'm still wearing a shirt. You just got to even out the tan a bit, you know. Just start wearing. Summer's almost over. I don't wear the have time. Wear the Kobe. Iverson armband and then just go out in the sun so you can even out so I look like even more of a loser yeah just walk I mean that would be impossible for you but uh I'm gonna try and make it work I'm gonna make it work you got it I hopefully uh we got football back Neil oh it's back we got football oh it's back and we had a game on Thursday and we're gonna talk about that game um because what a game it was been waiting so long we had a lot of questions that needed answered, specifically in this game. There's going to be there's a whole lot more questions that need to be answered for tomorrow, for tomorrow's games. But for the Bills and Rams game that happened on Thursday, oh my God, the hype was real. I don't know if you saw, but The Rock was there at the beginning of uh, the game again, like he was at the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl was also at SoFi Stadium. This is back at SoFi Stadium, the Rams house. He didn't give like a whole speech. He just came out and he's like, uh, Rams Nation, are you ready to rampede? And then he, you know, walked off into the sunset like he he'll does. do anything for money nowadays. Literally, right? he'll, he'll do literally anything. do anything. You want to see if we can do a promo for our show. Yeah. If yeah. we give him enough. I mean, if we go do it at SoFi, I think he might do it. If we do a recording at SoFi <laughs> yeah. Stadium, Rock. Yeah. You You're listening, Rock? Yeah. We want you. I'll for an this, opening promo. I'll DM him this uh, this episode here. Uh, but no, it, the hype was real for this game. It was, uh, you could tell the pl- the place was packed, which you don't yeah. usually see in, in LA for any game, for yeah. that matter. Uh, but the place was packed. That stadium, oh my God. Every time I see it, every time I see it packed. It's an incredible stadium. It's an man. incredible stadium. $5 billion stadium. Yeah. That's insane. The stadiums, like it started with... San Francisco Stadium, then Dallas, the Cowboy Stadium, SoFi, Raiders, now have a ridiculous stadium in Vegas. Yep. They're just kind of building these stadiums that are just monu- like it's just changing the game. Like they they're having like clubs within the stadium, they're yeah. having like lounge like ridiculous lounges. You're seeing activities within the stadium it's not just a football game anymore it's not just a football field there's so no, much more going on it's it's a whole event it's, i know we're t- this is a, like we're talking football primarily but roger center is actually investing a lot of money this year to kind of mimic yeah. some of these stadiums that you're seeing in other baseball parks but you're gonna have like some new features here in toronto at roger center for that which is kind of cool yeah, yeah. Have you seen like the the walkthroughs that they've done, like the virtual walkthroughs? Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It looks pretty darn cool. It's going to be over the next two seasons, I think they said. But um, yeah, that's going to be really cool, especially having that in our own backyard. Um, but yeah, getting back to the game itself, um, what were your just initial reactions from this game? So many reactions. <clears throat> uh, obviously, on the surface, looking at this game, looking at the score, looking at the box line. 
The Bills are scary good. The Bills look the part. They are Super Bowl favorites coming into the season, and rightfully so. They added proper pieces to this lineup, right? They added James Cook to their running back room. They added on their defense side. They have Vaughn Miller now on the team, right? A, a veteran who he is had, just... He had a few sacks himself in that game. He is still a top-tier defensive back. Like, he is unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. he's... The defense is scary. The offense, Josh Allen looks unstoppable. That first drive, even, he went perfect. That first drive was perfect. Like, he, he didn't yeah. have a single miss until that Isaiah McKenzie uh, drop that ended up being an interception. But he he was perfect. He had it almost in a, a perfect passer rating. Um, Stephon Diggs looked good. Gabe Stephon Davis looked Diggs. good. Everyone looked good. My only concern with this team was like the running backs. Um, That's always the concern for the Bills, though. It doesn't matter who the running back is on this team. The running back is Josh Allen. Yeah. Do you know who led the team in Josh Allen. rushing yards tonight? It was Josh Allen. Josh Allen, yeah. Because why not? Literally, why not? Yeah. He's the size of him. He's huge. He. Do you see that stiff arm he had in that game? Oh my yesterday? god, it was nasty. He's a beast. It was nasty. Like it, it did happen out of bounds, which is a little unnecessary. But he kind of swinging his big dick energy like that and just <laughs> stiff arming a guy, saying "You're too little." Yeah, was awesome to see. He is a massive dude. In this it's game, a sign of things to come. If he did, like, he is, in my opinion, now the front runner for mvp this year like he's my my guess and i know we're talking bold predictions this year that's a bold prediction i mean it's it's not so bold it's it's bold because it's the first game um but it it's yeah no that's fair yeah i can get behind that go back to last season if he had a chance in overtime i know we're gonna we talked about it we beat this horse dead um if he had another chance in that overtime period against pat mahomes and the chiefs what could have been they could have you know, won it all last year because yeah. he slapped around the defending champions. Wow. Well, that's right to go. That's the thing um, is that they, he didn't have a chance in that overtime, and that's the rule they're trying to change. Is mm-hmm. that he he did? Well, they have changed it. They have changed yeah. it. Yeah, he he didn't have a chance in overtime at all. He didn't even get on the field. Um, but yeah, this game itself, it was the defending Super Bowl champs going up against the Super Bowl favorites this year. Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction from this game was the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at this game, you look at the way they just manhandled the Rams. Ragdoll, From top yeah. to bottom. They just shut them. The Bills' defense is... If you grab the Bills' defense in fantasy football this year, good on you because they're putting up the points. They're getting the interceptions. They're getting the sacks. They're stopping the other team from scoring anything at all. And they look good. Um, and to, to win a Super Bowl, you need to have a, a very good defense, and they have that. Now, so. one thing that remains the essential, yeah, we can say that they're super favorites. They're going to win the Super Bowl. But it's a long season. It's 17 games. Health remains a concern. The grind, the injuries, things happen throughout the year. Let's see where they are halfway through the season when we do our recap. But they certainly look the part right now. Uh, are you worried about the Rams at all? No. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of... I mean, we're about to talk about like specific players on the Rams. Yeah. But 
No, I, I wouldn't say I'm worried. I think this was a game where they just they could not get it going. And you, you even hear Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, talk about you know the game afterwards, saying we just couldn't find a rhythm. Um, talking about specifically Cam Akers. Yeah. Because if you had Cam Akers on your fantasy team, obviously you drafted him to start him. Yeah. And you started him in this game, and he ended up going three for zero. Three rushing attempts for zero yards. Yeah, words come out that he wasn't initially meant to play this game. But Sean McVay doing the most Sean McVay thing possible didn't come out to the media and disclose this. Um, and just then put a little came oh. out and said that he expects more from Cam Akers. It, it just Sean McVay is a great head coach. He <laughs> is. This is his fifth year in the league. He's already had a title. He's already looked the part. He's a genius, right? Like he's Sean McVay. He has a method to his madness. Yeah. We talked about this before we started recording. He usually goes with just one main bell cow, and then maybe a complimentary like third down back. For run it for his running back game, and historically, like with Todd Gurley, we saw it last year when Cam Akers went down. He <laughs> went with Daryl Henderson, and then when Daryl Henderson went down, he went with just Sony Michelle. It wasn't a one A one B scenario, so I expect this to be a one A one A. Like it's only a one A, so you're gonna have one person lead the uh, the charge here, and then have someone complement that. Um, whether it's Henderson or Akers, maybe it's Henderson for a little while, and then mm-hmm. Akers gets healthy and then becomes that. Remains to be seen, but <clears throat> yeah. And you hear you hear about them trying to ease him in, but he played the playoffs last year. Like, like I know he had that the minor injury this yeah. this this off season, um, but that shouldn't be enough to ease him back into it because he played the playoffs. He did, and you know who didn't <clears throat> play the playoffs but was healthy? Daryl Henderson. He played some snaps. That's what I mean. Like, but who was the number one? Cam it was Cam Akers. Even with how poor he was playing, that's what. That's why I'm so high on Cam Akers when everyone else isn't. Is because Sean McVay has openly said, "Hey, Cam Akers is our guy." So yeah. I mean, that, we're we're gonna see what happens next week. We're it's again they're against Atlanta next week. Yeah, it's a very bad defense on paper, at least. Um. We'll see what happens. We'll hopefully get more clarity on this. If you're someone like me who has Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson, what the fuck do you do? I, I took both because I felt like this might be um, a scenario that needs to be played out. Yeah. And here we are. Um, it's week one. Don't worry. Cam Akers gave you zero points, but you'll survive. It's that's, a long season. That's not going to be his season. Um, yeah. Like I said, like this, I think you can throw this game out um, as for the Rams, at least because mm-hmm. like you said, uh, next week they play Atlanta. Um, you're going to be starting your running backs for the Rams, which running back you're going to be starting. Um, pay attention this week to the injury reports, pay attention to um, the practice reports. I know Sean McVay doesn't like to usually say things in the media, um, but just pay attention to those reports for sure. Or he straight up lies to the media. Or he lies. Yeah. That's also true. Um, what about Allen Robinson? He, We had such high hope for Allen Robinson this offseason, coming from the Bears, Man. coming over to the Rams, getting a brand new quarterback. They gave him so much money, offense. too. They gave him so much money. And it, it turned right back into the Cooper Cup show. Cooper Cup. Um, started this game on fire and he finished this game on fire no matter what. Um, Allen Robinson did have a red zone 
or an end zone target, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but he obviously didn't come down with it. Um, yeah, what was the stat line? One for yeah, two catches, uh, two catches, thirteen yards or something. It was it was something very very bad, like like one of his worst games of his career. Mm-hmm. And Allen Robinson has had a tough tough career filled with horrible quarterback play. Um, what worries me beyond just his performance is the performance of quarterback Matthew, John Matthew Stafford. Mm. And I don't know, like there's coming out of the off season where there was all this talks on his elbow. He's going to ha- need major surgery. He doesn't have the same strength. He doesn't have the same accuracy. We saw it all on display in this game. Yeah, it's still early, but the early returns on Matt Stafford is not good. And that does not bode well for someone like, uh, you know, like an Allen Robinson. Cooper Cup is next level. Like, he's going to get his. Yeah, you can't guard Cooper Cup. He's going to get his. Like I don't know he, if you saw the, the videos and the photos, but they're putting random guys to run next to Cooper Cup on the Rams side. So as that, decoys. As decoys. But the thing is, no one is better than Cooper Cup than after the catch. So Cooper Cup can catch the ball a yard away and turn it into a 20-yard play. Mm-hmm. Like, that's who Cooper Cup is. Like, he is the best receiver after the catch. So a lot of the yardage that he got was after the catch last night or two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I am worried about Allen Robinson. I'm worried about Matt Stafford. Um, didn't look good that game. Three interceptions is not good. Yeah, it was a good defense, but I'm worried about this team. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say. Um, I mean, like obviously, like I like I talked about before. If you drafted Cam Makers, if you drafted Allen Robinson, you drafted them to be your starters, right? Um, so next next week, um, I don't think you have a choice to to sit. Cam Akers or sit Allen Robinson. You're going to be starting them and just kind of hope for the best. Yeah, against Atlanta. like Against, I, against Atlanta, yeah. If it happens to be a repeat performance of what we saw against Buffalo, then yes, the, the meter gets tilted a bit. Because, yeah. because uh, you know, Allen Robinson last season, if you look at last season and last season alone, mm-hmm. he was horrible. He was getting dropped. Mm-hmm. As a top tier wide receiver to get dropped mid season, and he was drafted top fifteen this year. Yep, exactly. Unbelievable. So you know these people are all just throwing out last season as you know like oh he was on the Bears it was a terrible offense which it was. Yeah. Um, but getting drafted, you know, as high as he's getting drafted now, you're expecting big things from Allen Robinson, and mm. it's you look at that game and that's exactly what he did last season. Absolutely nothing. It's true. So we'll we'll see. We'll wait and see with this approach, I guess. Um, yeah. What are some other? Do you have any other takeaways from this game at all? Or, um, not really. I mean, like the, it's it's good to have football back. Um, you know, everything that we saw, like the Bills were favored coming into this game. Everyone was talking about how Sean McVay has not lost an opening game in his career. He was five and zero. He has now lost a game. One. Um, teams have Super Bowl hangovers. It's it's not something it's, new yeah, that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it might take a few weeks for this team to really kick it into the, the gear that they were in last year and the run they went on. If you remember last year, they didn't really come out of the gates kicking everyone's ass. Like they weren't. No. They didn't do that last year. But 
Cooper Cup didn't even have a good start to the year last no, year. No, I mean, that's that's how teams start slow. We just yeah. finished preseason. A lot of these players that played last night did not play the preseason. Mm-hmm. Especially, yeah, no, the Rams don't right. like to play their, their players in the preseason. So You hear Sean McVay talking about that all the time. So you don't really, that's the thing, we didn't really know anything. We Allen Robinson was still an unknown coming into this game. Mm-hmm. K Akers and Daryl Henderson, they're all still unknowns because we don't know what's going to happen with them because we didn't see anything from them in the preseason. Yeah. So we'll see. They've already got a chip, right? Like, so I don't know. It might take a few weeks for these uh, players to really, you know, start looking like the players that we expect them to look like. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe four or five weeks. Who knows? Like this is the preseason for them, theoretically, right? I guess, yeah. Um, But they honestly could make it into the playoffs and do some damage. I don't think that they're in danger of missing the playoffs because that would just be outrageous with that lineup that they have. But, again, this could be a preview of the Super Bowl this year mm-hmm. that we saw. We almost saw it last year. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get into some bold predictions here, Neil? Well, I just gave you a prediction. I just said uh, this could be a predi- like a, a potential Super Bowl match. Is that one of your bold predictions? That's not one of my bold okay. predictions. <laughs> um, uh, why don't you start us off? All right. I'll start us off. So, this past week... In our league. I'm actually glad that we're doing this episode after I put this trade through in our league specifically. Mm-hmm. I traded away. But, you know, on paper, um, you see this trade and you think, oh, Josh, you are you just lost this trade. I traded away Mike Williams and Joe Mixon for Michael Thomas and Saquon Barkley. It's kind of position for position. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a whatever trade. But you also see that as, you know, Mike Williams is going to have a better season than Michael Thomas. Joe Mixon is going to have a better season than Saquon Barkley. I disagree. Um, I'll start with Saquon Barkley as my first bold prediction. Saquon Barkley will finish as a top three running back in fantasy football. Top three. Top three. You heard it here first. Top three running back. If he stays healthy the whole season. There's a reason why we call it a bold (laughs) It is a bold prediction. Mm -hmm. Um, He's never done it before. This is his year. He had a torn ACL two years ago. Last year, he um, was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Very unlucky, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, He got stepped on by his own teammate um, and ended up rolling his ankle. He was out for quite a bit. He never really got it going last season. This season, coming into the season, he is 110%. He had um, a very good preseason. He looked very good. Training camp, he's looked very good. All the beat reporters coming out of New York saying this is his season. And I'm right there with him. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he has the explosiveness of a Christian McCaffrey. He has the passing game of an Austin Eckler. And he's a monster. Like an A.J. Dillon. So if you put all those together, you make a top three running back for fantasy football. What was the injury that he had last season? Was it Achilles? No, he it was an ankle AC- injury. No, uh, like the major surgery he had was ACL. It was ACL, yeah. That okay. was two seasons ago, technically. It he is had the surgery in the office. Incredibly hard to come back from a surgery like that. Mm-hmm. It is, and this Especially isn't this isn't anti Saquon take. This is me agreeing with you and just kind of appreciating the amount of work that he's put in. He, last year he was counted out. But yep. last year he was working back. He was working through the kinks. He was working through the the motions again, right? Mm-hmm. And and you also do... have a brand new offense this season. Brand new offense this season. Um, I'm high on him this year. I just don't know if I'm top three high on him 
this year. But it's a bold prediction, Neil. That's why it's called a bold prediction. It's a bold prediction, and I'm here for it. Uh, my bold prediction for this year uh, is rather bold because it is a very unpopular take, um, especially for the city of Miami. I don't think the Miami Dolphins are making the playoffs this year. Interesting. I don't think they are. Interesting. Um, that is a bold prediction. I don't think that they are a playoff team. I don't think Tua Tagovailoa has anything. I don't think he's a top 15 quarterback. I don't think he's a top 20 quarterback. Fair. He might be top 25, but I, I don't think he's anything better than that. And he needs to be better than that for this team to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Their running backs are Raheem Mostert, who is built of glass, and, and Chase, Chase Edmonds, Edmonds yeah. who is also built of glass. Um, Chase Edmonds is a great pass-catching pass back. So, yeah, he's going to be good for those intermediate passes from two up. Um, having the addition of Tyreek Hill definitely helps, but Tyreek will likely be asking for a trade four weeks in because he's going to be so frustrated with this offense. Because they're going to go 0-4 to start the season? Jalen Waddell who looked good last year, mm-hmm. went to college with Tua and still didn't have the Jamar Chase-type season with his college quarterback that everyone expected last year. It just didn't happen. He could have a, a good season, but he's not going to match the numbers that he had last year because Tua's there. Too many mouths to feed. Because Tyreek's there. You mean. Everyone, yeah, because Tyreek's there. Sorry. Everyone's saying Mike Gesicki Mike shouldn't be drafted. He's going to have a horrible season. He had a drop-off last year. You're going to see that from a lot of players this year. Well, he's even Gesicki's even come out and said that his role is different now. He's now yeah, a blocker. He's a blocker. Yeah, he's not a tight end anymore. Like Tyreek Hill is not, in my opinion, he's not a top 15 wide receiver anymore. If Allen Robinson is being drafted higher than Tyreek, I don't know. I'm kind of viewing Tyreek like an Allen Robinson this year. That's, yeah, I, I that's my bold we've prediction. We've never really seen the drop-off from Tyreek, though. That's the thing. With Allen Robinson, we saw the drop-off all last season. Yeah, but who was his quarterback his entire career? What, Tyreek? One of the best quarterbacks we've seen in the last 10 years. You know? Or ever. Or ever. Or ever. Yeah. You know? Uh, no, that is a bold prediction. Um, Miami doesn't make the playoffs. Uh, they I are don't think poised, Miami makes playoffs. They are poised to have a very good season on paper. Yeah. All the beat reporters are coming out and saying how much. All the an- analysts are coming out and saying how great of a season Miami is going to have. And, I mean, the only really addition they had this offseason was Tyreek Hill. I mean, that is a great addition, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm excited to see this offense, but I'm interested to see how they pan out. Um, my second bold prediction comes from the other player I got in this trade this past week. Um I had Michael Thomas on my fantasy team in 2019. Uh, did you ever have a share of prime Michael Thomas? I did. What? Where he, where he was being perennial. Like every every league, he was going first overall. Yeah. Every Literally. League. Yeah. First overall. Yeah. He was the Cooper Cup. For a wide receiver to go first overall, it's ridiculous. Yeah. He had a groundbreaking, record-breaking season. He, he, you don't, players don't just lose that talent. They lose the speed. They lose, you know, the maybe the agility. the The talent stays there. I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'll give you my uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two cents. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. Uh, he, the talent's still there. He is still that guy. Yeah. He hasn't just been sitting on a couch the past two seasons. Uh, you know, two seasons ago he played. He tried to make it on his injury. He ended up not doing it. 
last season. Um, we don't really know if he sat out the whole season because of his injury or because of the contract talks, because of the coaching. Um, there were some rumors that um, Sean Payton and him didn't get along. Sean Payton's now gone. Michael Thomas is back. He is right now questionable for week one. But this season, Michael Thomas will finish as a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy football. That is my bold prediction. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. You think that's insane? Um, I'm going to give you a comparison who comes to mind every time I think of the situation that Mike Thomas is in. Sure. And that player is Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Never had a Michael Thomas season. He did. He had 1646. Do you not remember that ridiculous season he had? It was never a Michael Thomas level season. It wasn't. He had a ridiculous season where he where he broke out. It was the second season in the league. He had nine touchdowns and seventeen hundred yards. Mm-hmm. And how many times has he been suspended since then? But that's my point. My point is um, he has missed games, like he's missed seasons. Um, he's stepped away from the game since that massive season he had, mm-hmm. and then he was just never the same again. Um, and that's just from stepping away because he was smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas has stepped away because he's been injured. Injuries affect your game. Yeah, he's he hasn't played in two years, so that's why I'm thinking like my mm-hmm. like he he is the number one wide receiver on the team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Olave is waiting in the wings, and I think he's going to be the number one by the end of the season. Chris Olave will be. Jarvis Landry is also there, mm-hmm. who is a very similar player to what Michael Thomas is, which is... Jarvis Landry he, does not bother me at all. Michael Thomas plays a slot. Uh-huh. Jarvis Landry now comes in, and Jarvis Landry's entire career, he's played the slot. He's been a slot wide receiver, yes. Doesn't bother me. Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas. Michael right. Thomas and Jameis Winston are good I hope friends. you're right. I'm not saying... I have Michael <laughs> Thomas in one of my leagues. I hope you're right, but... I'm just saying my expectations are a little lower because of me thinking missing this much time coming back in. I just haven't seen a player step away from the game for so long and yeah. come back in and be the player they once were. I just I've never seen it. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so. Um you're and like let me clarify, you're not gonna see this this top ten performance this week. Even Michael Jordan stepping away from the game and coming back wasn't won a, Michael he Jordan won a championship after he came back. No, the wiz I'm talking about Wizards, Michael oh, Jordan. Oh, when he came back after okay, yeah. Fair, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't fair then. prime Mike, right? Yeah, like I thought you were talking about the first go away. Well, he, he played stepped away. He was still in his prime at that point. Yeah. Michael Thomas isn't in his prime anymore. He's only 25 years, 25, 26 years old. Michael Thomas? Yeah. There's no way. How old is Michael Thomas? Okay. Let's find out. There's no way Michael Thomas is that old. How old is that he? young. He is 29 years old. Still. That's past the prime for a wide receiver. Um, we'll be fine with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, bucket and book it. Michael Thomas will finish as a top 10 wide receiver. And like I said, like I was just saying, you're not going to see this top 10 performance this week. You might not even see this top 10 performance in the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. He, they're going to be easing him into it. That's why my fantasy pickup next week, after week one, and he's going to come out and have a not-so-great performance, is going to be Michael Thomas. That's why my fantasy pickup this week, um, we'll, I'll dive into that a little bit deeper. I won't really get into that now. But um, Michael Thomas will finish as a top 10 wide receiver. In All right, football. I love it. Uh, do you have another bull prediction there, Neil? I do. Um, my bull prediction is 
Patrick Mahomes will finish as the number one quarterback this season. In fantasy. With, in fantasy. And ahead of win, Josh Allen. Ahead of Josh Allen. And he will win the MVP this year. Aside from that, Juju Smith is a top 15 wide receiver. And I feel very strong on this. Um, I'm really sad to see Juju in a different uniform, being a Steelers fan and all. But um, I feel like the power of Patrick Mahomes, yeah, he lost he lost an electric player in Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. but he has electric players in Sky Moore and Miko Hardman still on the team. They added Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who is solid. Mm-hmm. They still have the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey, who is unstoppable when he wants to be. Yeah. And then they just added this guy named Juju Smith-Schuster, who is... This random guy. Electric. Like, he's still only 24 years old. He's had knee injuries in the past, but again, even if he's playing a slot role or an outside role, Patrick Mahomes will find a way to get him the ball. And I feel like if he has 120 targets this year, that's huge for fantasy, and that's huge for, for wide receivers. And I think he's going to get at least 120 targets this year. That's a bold prediction. Yeah, it's very bold. I can get behind Patrick Mahomes being a top, um, being the top fantasy option yeah. um, as a quarterback. But I don't know if I can get behind Juju being a top 15. Did you see the quote from Patrick Mahomes uh, this past week? Saying that mm-hmm. um, it's going to upset uh, fantasy players, but you're not going to know who the, there's not going to be a, the guy as as far as the passing game goes there's not that's good be the guy he, he's gonna spread it around and you know who that benefits everyone patrick mahomes <laughs> patrick no patrick mahomes yeah. but i'm saying i don't know if i can get behind juju as a top 15 yeah that's what i'm saying um he said specifically you're gonna have to just pick the guy and get lucky on that week whoever's gonna get the most did he say that he said that that's hilarious yeah so um yeah, no, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have a great season. Uh, specifically because he doesn't have to target any specific person like he had to target Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was no like, there was no pressure for him trying to go to, just like there's going to be no pressure for Aaron Rodgers this year to go to a Devontae Adams. He can spread it out. He can literally go wherever he wants. Yeah. And that's going to benefit Patrick Mahomes. And he's going to blow up this year. So if you drafted him, congratulations. Um, should we do a segment we haven't really had a drop for recently? Let's do it. Would you like to start us off yeah, in our my... fantasy pickups of the week? Inaugural week one. Yep. FPAL fantasy pickup of the week. Mm-hmm. My first player that you should target and get into your lineups is AJ Green. He's Old man A.J. Green. Good week this week. Uh, A.J. Green is the last man standing in Arizona in that wide receiver room. Um, they're banged up left and right. Um, yeah, they still have a suspended DeAndre Hopkins. They lost Christian Kirk. Um, they Rondell Moore is now out for several weeks. They just have no one in there. Marquise Brown. Is now out too. Marquise Brown is there, but he's questionable to play. Zach Ertz is is probably not going to play week one. I think he's doubtful right now. Kyler Murray has to throw the ball to someone. Like, Andy Isabella isn't it. Like, he's not the guy. A.J. Green has proven himself to be capable. Yeah, he's way past his prime, but he's still able to catch balls. So, I mean, you're probably going to get a good, if not great, fantasy game out of him in week one. So, go out and get him. I think that's a good call. I think that's a very good call. 
my first fantasy pickup of the week, um, I'm going to say his full name right now, Albert Aquebenom. The wow. tight end for the Denver Broncos coming into a brand new um, quarterback, brand new offense. Um, Russell Wilson, this is the revenge game. Yeah. Denver plays Seattle week one. Bucket and book it. I've said that one too many times on this episode today. Bucket but, and book it. Bucket and book it. Love that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this Sunday it's Denver versus Seattle. It is Russell Wilson's chance to show Seattle what they lost. He is going to be on fire in this game. And who that's going to benefit? Everyone, including Albert Aquebenom, the tight end for the Denver Broncos. Say his name with me, Neil. Albert Aquebenom. Aquebenom. Yeah. <laughs> that is the first and only time Neil's going to say his name correctly. Not going to say it correctly. No. Uh, but uh, he is going to have a great uh, game. I don't know if he's going to have a great season. We're we're going to wait and see on that one. But mm-hmm. this game specifically, it's going to be the Russell Wilson show. He's going to be yeah. throwing it a lot in this game. Yes, you're going to see um, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon go off as well. Um, but it's going to be primarily the passing game. I like it. I like that prediction. Yeah. Although bold, I, I can get behind it. It's bold. Here we are. You just added AJ Green. (laughs) You literally just added AJ Green while I was talking. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. I was actually thinking about going to pick him up after. I knew. Okay. Like, my thing is, he's my pickup of the week. I can't not pick him up. Like, with him being my pickup of the week. I I just think. I was waiting. I have one player. I thought I'd already done so, but apparently not. So. Well, I'm waiting for someone Get to go in. on the on the IR or the have the little O beside their name saying they're out, so I can put them on the IR and pick up someone. So I was going to go and pick up AJ Green, but you literally just did it. No, I'm not gonna not gonna allow you to do that. Uh, all right, uh, go ahead. My other pickup of the week this week is uh, a player that probably is available in in many leagues. Um, but if you don't already have insurance on your team. I, I recommend having insurance, especially if you um, have star running backs. Um, Alexander Madison comes to mind. Tony Pollard comes to mind. Um, but again, like if you need these type of insurance players. And with that, my, my one insurance player that I want to talk about is Tony Pollard. And Tony Pollard is widely um, drafted. But again, in the leagues that he isn't drafted, he should be drafted. Mm-hmm. Everyone is really high on Zeke, including the owner, Jerry Jones. Um, Zeke played every game last year, but he isn't effective and he's another year older this year. And with that, I think Mike McCarthy is going to lean on Tony Pollard a little bit more. He looked electric when he was on the field last year. I think he's going to break out. If he's on your waiver wire, go pick him up because even if you have him on your bench, when they do decide to, to go to him and see his potential, they may go with him as the number one. It just might happen yeah. unless Jerry Jones vetoes it. But I want to have that. I want to have some stocks in Tony Pollard. So go out and get him. Yeah, I mean, well, Jerry Jones is the owner, president, manager, water boy. He does it all. All of the above. He could play wide receiver <laughs> if he wanted to for that team. Who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop him? Uh, no, I, I do like that, um, especially since they lost Amari Cooper in the passing game. So yeah. one of these two running backs if not both of them are going to be involved in the passing game as well and especially if you're in a ppr league I, that's a good call go out and get tony pollard 
Um, my last pick of the week, um, going off of my bold prediction about Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, if he does play this Sunday, is going to be eased back into it majorly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that being said, um, the wide receiver one on this team, while you're easing back Michael Thomas, is going to be Chris Olave. Um, so this week is going to be the week for Chris Olave. He is it's his time to shine. He's going to have yeah. an open field in front of him, an open road in front of him to that trying to get that number one wide receiver uh position on the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. So I think he is going to have a very good uh first game this week. Do I think he's gonna have a great season? No, because Michael Thomas is going to be coming back. Um, after he's quote unquote eased back into it, he's going to be the wide receiver one for this team. But for now, in week one, Chris Olave is the player to pick up for sure. I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Do we want to talk about um, our teams right before we head off into the sunset of the fantasy season? Yeah. Why don't you give me one player that you're high on and one player that you're kind of worried about on your team here? I can start us off here. Um, Go for it. One player that I'm really high on this year, obviously I talked about Patrick Mahomes, but the other player I'm really high on is Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. uh, tight end for Atlanta. Um, I just think he has all the tools to really show the world that he is a beast, and he is exactly that. He is a beast. And as a rookie, he didn't put up terrible numbers. He just didn't have touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He, he put up almost 1,000 yards receiving in his rookie year as a tight end. But he had one touchdown, and he finished he as a tight one end. Touchdown? One touchdown for that oh. freakishly large <laughs> body that he owns. He does um, own it. Yeah, he does own it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to see some positive regression this year in the touchdown department. And if he can even finish with seven touchdowns this year, he's going to be a top three tight end. And that's where he's being drafted as a tight end three. Mm-hmm. Uh, with guys like Kelsey getting another uh, year older, uh, Mark Andrews is still a beast, but I, I think Kyle Pitts, you're going to see him really, really break out. He's only 21 years old, and he's going to be a beast for a very long time. So I'm really high on Kyle Pitts this year. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, I think he could possibly finish as a tight end one this season. Um, <clears throat> one player I'm very high on, I'm obviously not going to go like, you know, your Stephon Diggs, your Jamar Chase. Those are the players that, you know, you draft first and second round. Um, one player that I'm very high on, and I drafted him in a couple leagues, actually. I have quite a few shares of him. Um, and that's Trey Lance. Trey Lance has been given the key to this city, the key to the team, the key to the San Francisco 49ers. He's got the key to your heart. He's got the key to my heart. He's had yeah. that for a long time now. Um, but Trey Lance is a running quarterback. He is the closest thing to Josh Allen we've seen in a while. Lamar, Josh Lamar Allen. Jackson. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's a running he's Lamar Allen. Might as well. Just, he's he's kind of like Lamar Allen, in a way. He's he's Lamar Allen. He is yeah. Jacob Jackson. <laughs> Jacob Jackson. Josh Josh Jackson, yeah. not Jacob. <laughs> Josh Jackson. Uh, he is Josh Jackson. He is he's Mr. Josh Jackson. Uh, he's yeah. going to have a great season. Uh, yes, they did re-sign Jimmy G, but they reconstructed his contract so that he's going to be the backup quarterback. He does have a no-trade clause, but he is allowed to waive his no-trade clause. Basically just means that Jimmy G can control where he goes. That doesn't mean he's not going to get traded. Mm-hmm. just means that Jimmy G can choose what team he goes to, which is fair. Do I think Jimmy G is going to be on this team at the end of the season? No. Do I think Trey Lance is still going to be the starting quarterback? Yes, of course. He's not going to lose this job. He is the future of this franchise. 
Um, he is a player I'm very high on. I like it. Uh, a player that I'm worried about this year on my fantasy team uh, that I was kind of forced into drafting because I was a little little uh, thin at the wide receiver uh, position, and that's Tyler Lockett. Uh, and it's due mainly in part to the quarterback play in <laughs> In that room, and Geno Allen or Geno, Geno, <laughs> you and your name got Josh Allen on the brain. Geno Smith, yeah, just does not instill confidence in what a quarterback is. I think he's the last ranked quarterback out of the probably, quarterback ranking. Probably, yeah, um, and for for good reason. You know, if he couldn't crack the Jets for a very long time, Seattle had him as a backup. Just lost at the aforementioned Russell Wilson. Um, I don't think he's going to have as good a season as he has in the past he's still a nice guy to have and barring any injuries <laughs> happening he could easily be the number one on that team uh so again i have him there for depth but i'm a little concerned he's going to be riding the bench until i actually see what uh we can get out of him yeah fair yeah that's a fair thing to say um one person i'm a little worried about um because of how high i ended up having to draft him uh that's alan lazard mm-hmm um this offseason it was puff piece after puff piece about alan lazard and who specifically is going to be the number one wide receiver in green bay and the fact that it's going to be you know everyone even aaron Rodgers coming out saying alan lazard is the guy he's the guy the fact of the matter is we've seen him in games before where he had to be the guy yeah and he just wasn't he just wasn't um aaron Rodgers did not look to him as much as we thought he was going to do um you know, I am a little uh, excited about Alan Lazard because there's no Devontae Adams, so they have to completely change their their game plan. They have to completely change their options. Um, but Alan Lazard, like I said, has had the opportunities before, and he did not come up big in those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So do I think he's the wide receiver one on this team? Yes. Do I think that's going to mean that he's going to be a big fantasy player? Not necessarily. <clears throat> so and now the week one he's already doubtful for this week so if you know Aaron Rodgers goes out there and finds a better target one that he's you know um more comfortable with right off the bat especially in game one that could be his number one target for the year yeah. that could be his wide receiver one we know how crazy Aaron Rodgers is totally so that could he could go out there and um Romeo Dobbs could be his number one wide receiver on the year because he falls in love with him in week one yeah so that's one another reason why I'm I'm not so um, excited about Alan Lazard. I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's pretty much all I got for you. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for this fantasy season. It's a big um, big day tomorrow coming up for Sunday football. It is a huge day. Oh my gosh, the the revenge games that are happening tomorrow. Man, the, the NFL did a great job lining they that really schedule did. up. Hey, in really week did. one, they wasted no time. No, you got um, Baker Mayfield. Oh, I'm excited for that one. Panthers versus the Browns. Oh my god, did you see what Baker Mayfield said? Fuck the Browns. He's <laughs> gonna they, fuck them up. <clears throat> he said, "I'm gonna yeah. fuck them up." Yeah. When he when they asked him specifically, like, "What are your thoughts going into this game?" He said, and I believe that. And I believe that. I, I think you're gonna see a good season from not a great season, but a good season. From I, I think. You're, yeah, I think you'll, that's fair. You'll see a yeah. good season from him as well. Um, it's not like he went first overall or anything in a draft. No, ever, no, right? not at all. He was not considered. He's the not savior. talented at all. He was not considered the savior of a franchise at all ever. Yeah. So no pressure on him yeah. whatsoever. Um, but yes, I'm excited for this fantasy season. Good gosh, I'm excited for tomorrow. That is going to do it for our show. Thank I was going to so say, much. despite despite what uh, Odell Beckham's dad might think, he's actually a pretty decent quarterback that uh, 
that guy. He is the best <laughs> analyst in the world, Odell Beckham's dad. But um, yes, thank you for listening so much. We will see you next week. Have a good week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 